0: Welcome back to Therapy Chat. Today is the much hyped 100th episode of Therapy Chat. It's a special milestone for a podcast to reach its 100th episode. Maybe not a podcast that comes out daily because that episode, that milestone would be reached quickly. But for a weekly podcast, the 100th episode takes a while and For therapy chat, it's two years, as you've heard in previous episodes. The two-year anniversary of therapy chat being born, its two-year birthday was August sixteenth, two thousand seventeen, and you will be hearing this episode the week of August twenty-eighth, two thousand seventeen. So, therapy chat has just had its birthday, and the one-hundredth episode coincides. It's pretty exciting, really, to reach this milestone. Therapy chat has now been on the air for two years. It's been heard in 165 countries, which is kind of mind-blowing for me. And really, I wonder, how many countries are there? (laughs) Are there many others that aren't hearing therapy chat? I may have one person who's listened in Cuba and one person in the United Arab Emirates, but one or 150,000 doesn't matter. I'm grateful for everyone who listens. Therapy chat has been downloaded 514,700 times as of today. And we've had dozens of amazing guests. I'm so grateful to everyone who's been a part of making therapy chat what it is. And for this episode, I was kind of reflecting on what is it? You know, when I started this podcast, it was originally called the Baltimore Annapolis Psychotherapy Podcast. And I knew I had something to say, but I guess I wasn't really sure what that was. I envisioned this podcast as a resource that people could listen to, to kind of learn more about ourselves and more about the various types of therapy that are out there. So I started off with talking with fellow therapists and coaches about how they do their work so that the people who are listening could kind of get a different sense, get a sense of the different ways therapists are practicing and maybe find, whether you're a therapist, find a new way that you could practice that would really incorporate more of who you are into your work than the typical medical model that we mostly learn about in school. Or if you're a person who is seeking therapy, and certainly the population of people who are seeking therapy and therapists ourselves overlaps because we therapists are working on our personal growth journeys throughout our lives. Hopefully, I know I am. So you could be a therapist and a person who's seeking therapy. You could be a person who's never had therapy and end up becoming a therapist one day. But either way, or anywhere in between, I hope that over the past two years, you've learned something about, something different about what therapy can be and how it can help. So as I was reflecting on these past 99 episodes, I I wanted to hear from you listeners and and hear what you enjoy about Therapy Chat, which episodes are your favorite and why. So I ask for you guys to call in and leave me a message about what you like about Therapy Chat and I have a few messages to play for you from listeners. Every time I get a message from a listener using SpeakPipe, which is on the therapychatpodcast.com website, I'm I always have a, a moment of apprehension of, oh gosh, <laughs> what are they going to say? But the feedback that I've received has just been amazing. Over the time that I've had that SpeakPipe app on my website so people can call in, I've gotten calls telling me that they wanted to know more about some a resource that was mentioned in one of the interviews and asking for me to post that information in the show notes and other times people have brought up issues that they would like to hear discussed covered in the future on therapy chat which has been really helpful and and a great many people have mentioned how they've learned more about themselves as a result of listening which is so gratifying because this podcast has turned into for me a way to share information that I can maybe something that I've talked about with multiple clients in a certain week, and I want to expand upon more than there's time to do in a 45 to 50 minute therapy session in my office. So sometimes I'll take that idea and talk more about it in an episode of therapy chat, and then I can direct people to listen to that for more information. In the same way, I've been so fortunate to interview. So many amazing, brilliant people who know so much about their work that every interview I do is like taking a continuing education class for me. I get to learn more and put more knowledge and understanding in my my personal toolbox that I use in my life and with my clients. So let's sit back and listen to some of the messages from listeners and see if anything that you hear resonates with you. After the messages from listeners, I'm going to kind of recap some of the themes and which episodes cover those themes for your reference. So while you're listening to the messages from the audience, please settle in, grab a pen, piece of paper in case you'd like to jot down some episodes that you may have missed and you want to go back and check them out. And remember that all of the episodes of Therapy Chat from the very beginning are all available on my website, therapychatpodcast.com, all the way back to episode zero. And you can also download for free in the iTunes store, the Therapy Chat app. All the episodes are available there as well so here's our first message from the audience
1: congratulations laura on your 100th episode that's so amazing so this is elizabeth kush from progression counseling in annapolis maryland i am super excited that this is your 100th episode and i can't believe so much as time has passed but also that this podcast has just continued to grow and such an amazing resource. So I just, I don't have a favorite episode. They're all just fantastic. All your guests are just over the top and just full of amazing information. But I just wanted to say how much I appreciated the fact that your continued focus is on trauma and how it affects us, you know, as we move through life. And I really believe it is such an important topic. And I appreciate that, you have dedicated so much time to this. So thank you, Laura. Again, congratulations on the 100th episode.
0: woo So that was actually my friend and colleague, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Thank you for your sweet message. And she brought up an important point about trauma. You know, I am a trauma therapist and it informs everything about my work and my life. I don't feel like you can really substitute. Actually, I don't feel like you can really separate the truth of understanding the impact of childhood trauma and living in the world. You know, I'm a parent, so I'm very aware of trying to parent in a way that minimizes trauma for my children and when they inevitably experience traumas and the other people in my life inevitably experience traumatic experiences, my knowledge of trauma through work informs how I respond. It's just impossible to separate. So that's why it's really been impossible for me to separate being a trauma therapist from the perspective that I bring to my interviews. And as I, Probably in every episode, I probably mentioned trauma, but as I have gone back and reflected, I recognize that trauma has been such an important theme throughout this podcast, even though it's not really reflected in the name, Therapy Chat is a podcast about trauma, and I'm going to review the different themes covered in over the 100 episodes, giving you, you know, helping you reference the podcast episode numbers that correspond with the topics. And you'll see that trauma is a huge one. And that's because basically childhood trauma is the biggest public health problem in our country and probably in the world. And by addressing it, we can make the world a better place by not addressing it. We will continue to have the same problems. So, You're right, my friend Elizabeth Cush. This podcast does focus on trauma, and I'm glad you found it helpful. Therapists, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly but thoroughly. And don't forget, go to TherapyNotes.com and use promo code CHAT to get two free months. So let's hear who else called in.
2: Hi, I'm calling in from the high desert mountain town of Taos, New Mexico. We are located in northern New Mexico, and I am an LMHC working in a practice with LMHCs and LPCCs called Golden Willow Counseling. And I can't tell you which podcast I love the best because I'm just newly discovered and have immersed myself in therapy chat. I just also sent the links to all my um, favorite therapists because I can't get enough of listening to this. So thank you for this. It is exposing me to many new and wonderful modalities, and I'm hoping my clients can benefit from this as much as I do. Thank you.
0: Awesome. So that was another wonderful therapist calling in from New Mexico. I'm so glad that you found new information by listening to Therapy Chat and that you've wanted to share it. I really believe that the information will make us all better therapists, and that's the goal. So thank you for listening. Let's hear from another audience member.
3: Hi, Laura. I am Erica, and I live in Highland, California. I am currently an MFT intern. I'm 26 years old. I'm studying for licensure right now. I have all my hours. Um, I'm also a doctoral candidate. I'm doing my dissertation, and I really enjoy therapy chat. I work in a school with kiddos who have high trauma backgrounds and I've learned an incredible amount. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to another good year with you.
0: Thank you so much, Erica, for calling in. Again, I'm grateful to know that you've learned from listening to therapy chat, things that have helped you in your work with kids who've experienced trauma. That's, that's it. That's what we're doing here. My goal is that every therapist understands more about trauma, about ourselves, and then we can practice better. We can help our clients more. And, you know, there's a ripple effect. It's so important. Thank you, Erica, for listening. Okay, we've got a few more. Let's hear who else called in.
3: Hi, Laura. My name is Crystal. I'm from New York, and I wanted to commend you on 100 episodes of Therapy Chat and wish you a happy second birthday. I wanted to send you this message because Therapy Chat was actually the first ever podcast that I listened to. and I've been hooked on Therapy Chat and podcasts ever since. The first episode I heard was 59, Trust, Play, Attachment, and Being from the series on attachment and trauma. And it was really everything that I needed to hear at the moment. It is one of my favorite, favorite episodes. I'm an adult survivor of childhood trauma, and it was so helpful to hear that my experiences were normal, and it was just helpful to learn more about the subject. I'm also a social worker who recently left the field earlier this year, and it has been nice to listen to your podcast and stay connected with the fields of mental health. Thank you again so much for this podcast, and happy 100th episode.
0: Thank you so much, Crystal, for calling in. That Episode number 59 was awesome with Rebecca Wong, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that episode further along in today's episode. I'm glad that learning more about childhood trauma has been helpful to you and grateful that you want to stay connected with the field of mental health. Thank you, Crystal. Okay, let's hear from another caller.
4: Hi, Laura. This is Maura Malloy. I'm a psychologist who's been living in Port-au-Prince, Haiti for the past three years. I have my own mindfulness therapy practice there and have recently moved back to the Maryland area. And I just wanted to reach out and connect and let you know how much of an inspiration and a sense of community that you've provided simply through listening to your podcasts I feel like I've gotten to know your style in such a way, to know you in a way. And it's been, as I said, such a source of inspiration and a sense of community, especially when I've been overseas. I particularly love the intersection of therapy and mindfulness and spirituality and the thoughtfulness about integrating work with trauma and attachment. I'm in Maryland now working with the Thrive Center, which is a mental health center in Columbia, Maryland, that works with failure to launch or struggling to launch young adults. So the the podcast from Dr. Gabor Mate is one of my absolute favorites that I have shared with the director of the center and encouraged him to listen to just reflecting on the importance of considering early attachment problems and trauma as that sense of rupture within that gives rise to all sorts of developmental issues, which we see in this population. And that idea, I think what's so powerful and comes through in so many of your podcast episodes is the idea that there is a rupture. There is an internal rupture that happens and that healing and transformation happens through this sense of loving and compassionate presence, learning to offer that to oneself through the power of mindfulness and even the ther- that therapy, of course, becomes that gentle, compassionate, non-judgment holding space for someone in order to reconnect with their truest selves and blossom and grow. So I know this message is a long one, but I just wanted to share with you how profoundly influential your podcast has been and how much I've learned from it and how I hope to meet with you and connect with you someday, perhaps over a cup of coffee, because I feel I have so much to learn from you and perhaps even to share about my own experiences uh, therapeutically and and otherwise and research-wise. So in any case, thank you so much for the work that you do, Laura. Thank you for being such a source of inspiration to so many and comfort to so many. And keep up the great work uh, in the third year beginning now. Okay. Bye bye.
0: Oh, what a lovely message from Mara. Thank you so much, Mara. I would love to meet you too. We'll have to make that happen. So now I know who has been listening in Haiti. (laughs) I thought that was really a beautiful reflection of kind of the message that I am trying to share with Therapy Chat. And Mara definitely put it much more beautifully and eloquently than I could myself. So I'm grateful for that. Thank you for sharing that with us, Maura. Okay, I think we have two more calls to listen in to.
2: Hi, Laura. My name is Dennis. I'm an entrepreneur from Chicago, Illinois. A number of
0: favorite episodes, especially the ones on The Shadow, roundabout episode 40, you did a bunch of them. And my particular favorite is the one with Lourdes, Lourdes.
2: Viado, and she talks about, there's a bus metaphor that she uses that
4: I thought was particularly poignant, but uh, I found shadow work in my own life to be one
0: of the biggest keys on my personal path to healing, growth, and and self-acceptance. I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you for doing it. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Dennis, for calling in. I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed the episodes on The Shadow. That was So interesting for me to learn about and really has been pretty transformational for me as well. I love Lourdes Viado's work and her podcast, Women in Depth, which really isn't just for women, but she talks about Jungian work and the shadow on her podcast. So if you haven't checked that one out, you should definitely try listening to Women in Depth. Okay, we have one more caller to hear from, and then I will do the review of the themes and corresponding episode numbers for you. It's a big reference. Let's just hear from one more person.
2: Hi, Laura. I am just a normal person that found your podcast. If you had to put me in a bucket, I probably am someone who needs therapy, family therapy for my family. Listening to your podcast helped me understand how my husband's trauma from childhood and even as he grows is is still shaping him and making him feel trapped. Unfortunately, it's gotten to a point where I feel like it's affecting me as well as my children. But listening to your podcasts really helped me put things in perspective at the comfort of my own home. I'm still trying to find a good therapist, but it again helps me put things in perspective and I try to relate the information to my husband and to my children in the hopes that yeah, and I feel like it's made things better
1: for us. So I
2: really appreciate all the effort that you put in to your podcasts because, you know, it helps. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you so much for calling in and sharing how Therapy Chat has helped you understand the impact of trauma. On your own family, even though you weren't the person who experienced it directly. And that is so common. Trauma interferes with our relationships. So, the themes that I'm going to be talking about and have been talking about since Therapy Chat started are parenting and relationships, mindfulness, self care, perfectionism, worthiness, and self compassion. Sexual assault, which I separated from trauma just because I gave some specific information about sexual assault, but of course, that's a traumatic experience. And then childhood trauma and attachment. Vicarious trauma, which again is just a type of trauma, but I went into it a little more in depth on its own. Shadow and parts work. I'm going to talk a lot more in the coming year about parts work. Experiential therapies and spirituality, inner wisdom, and somatic work, which is body-oriented work. So hopefully you've had a chance to grab a pen. If you want to focus on a particular subject with 100 episodes to choose from, it can be kind of overwhelming to try to sort through them. So I kind of categorized for you, even though the themes that I just mentioned run through pretty much all Of the episodes, there are some overarching themes and categories that certain episodes fit into more clearly. So, one category is parenting and relationships. In the very first episode, episode one, I interviewed parent coach Mercedes Samudio. And in episode two, I talked about letting go when your child goes to college. Personally, something I'm, again, dealing with right now as my youngest just left for college last week. I interviewed Mercedes again in episode 85, and she talks about parent shaming and her campaign to end parent shaming. And I talked more about navigating the transition for your children to adulthood in episodes 86 and 87 Episode 20 is my interview with parent coach, Megan Leahy, who talks about how she works with parents to help them address their children's behavior. And in 21, I gave my secrets for raising well-adjusted children. Episode 48 was my interview with Eric Green, who is AKA One Awesome Dad, who talked about what is peaceful parenting. And in episode 67, I interviewed Katie K. May, who's a therapist in the Philadelphia area, who uses mostly groups in her practice. And she talked about how we can connect differently through groups than we do in individual therapy and how that relates to our attachment and our relationships. In episode nine, I talked about when you have a very important relationship and there's a rupture and you have an estrangement from someone who had previously been extremely important in your life. Episode 62 is my interview with Stuart Fensterheim who talks about attachment and its impact on our relationships. Stuart is the couples expert and he has a podcast called The Couples Expert Podcast. Episode 83 was my interview with Dr. Kat Kayani who talks about maternal mental health and perinatal mental health. A very important conversation for anyone who is planning to become parents or pregnant or post-becoming parents and wants to understand maternal mental health. And episode 82 was my interview with Carolyn Dage on love relationships when one partner is anxious. All right, so those are the episodes that pretty much fall into the category of parenting and relationships, although relationships are pretty much part of every episode in some way shape or form. The next topic is mindfulness. Again, this comes up in most episodes, but some specific episodes that are about mindfulness are number 13 which is called finding safety in an unsafe world and that is still very pertinent i recorded it following a terrorist attack and i was talking about how to find your inner safety even when it seems like the world has gone upside down and since events of the world continue to occur that make us feel very unsafe. I think it's timely and unfortunately will continue to be timely for a while. That's episode 13. Episode 32 is my interview with Andrea Brandt on her book, Mindful Anger. That was a really interesting discussion on a topic that many of us are uncomfortable thinking about and and an emotion that we're uncomfortable feeling, anger. And in episode 29, I talked with Carolyn Deitch for the first time on mindfulness with anxiety. So the next subject, which comes up a lot, is self-care. Self-compassion and self-care are not the same. So self-care is a third topic. In episode 50 and episode 61, I had roundups where therapists shared their favorite self-care tips. They called in. That was fun. Episode 22 was my interview with Ashley Davis Bush, the author of the book, Simple Self-Care for Therapists. And she shared some examples of ways that therapists can practice self-care to address and prevent vicarious trauma. Shantae McElvin in episode four talked about self-care. And in episode 14, therapist Mari Lee talked about how therapists can structure their private practices in a way to promote their own self-care. She blew my mind with her suggestions the first time we talked. And episode 23 is Coming Home to Yourself with Mara Glatzel. Mara is a self-care goddess. I don't know what else to call her. Um, She just has such a beautiful way of talking about really... Taking care of your innermost self. I love her work. So, the next theme is perfectionism and self compassion. In episode seven, I talked about the book, The Gifts of Imperfection, which really changed things for me. Episode 16, I interviewed Dr. Agnes Wainman and we talked about perfectionism and how all the pressure we put on ourselves. Episode 28 is Understanding Perfectionism with Sharon Martin a perfectionism guru. Episode 33 is Worthiness, Perfectionism, and Self-Compassion. It's my story about how when I had a very big-name guest to interview, I had a problem with technology and the whole thing got messed up. So I talked about what I felt and how I got through that experience. And episode 36 is Self Compassion and Psychotherapy with Tim Desmond, who is the author of a book by that name. And episode 63, Doing Hard Things, me talking about what it's like for me to do something new and step outside my comfort zone and the pressure I put on myself without even realizing it. Also, episode 68 is about creativity and the therapeutic process with Lisa Mitchell of Inner Canvas. And she talks about how creative process necessarily involves letting go of perfectionism and knowing what the outcome is going to be. Okay. The next topic is really under the umbrella of trauma, but has its own separate category because I did two specific episodes about sexual assault, actually three specific episodes. Episode 27 is called Sexual Assault Isn't Someone Else's Problem. Episode 69, Helping Survivors of Sexual Assault with the Legal System with Lisa Jordan from the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault. And episode 30 on childhood sexual abuse. And that leads right into the topic of trauma and attachment. And there are many, 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 many episodes where that is a specific topic as well. It's woven through pretty much every episode, but the specific episodes that are about childhood trauma attachment and related issues are number 16, connecting with your own needs with Agnes Wayneman, where we talk about how hard it is to know that you have needs if you have experienced childhood emotional neglect or attachment disruption. Number 19 is my episode on adverse childhood experiences and the impact of ACEs on lifelong health. Episode 25, What is Childhood Emotional Neglect with Janice Webb, the author of Running on Empty. Episode 26, my interview with Lisa Ference, who talks about Using the body to process trauma. In that discussion, Lisa talks about how therapists can work with their clients to process trauma using the body. And it's informative for people who've experienced trauma to understand how trauma is held in the body. Episode 94 Attachment, Meditation, Yoga, and Compassion with Deirdre Fay. Episode 46 with Julie Hanks on assertiveness, and she talks about how that relates to attachment. Episode 92, The Emotionally Absent Mother with Jasmine Lee Corey, who is the author of a book by the same name. Episode 95, Compulsive Sexual Behavior with Dwayne Osterland. He talks about how childhood trauma can play a role in that. Episode 77, on covert emotional incest something that I really wasn't familiar with before I spoke with Adina Bank Lees. Episode 79, Dr. Gabor Mate spoke with me about the mind-body connection with attachment and trauma and how it expands upon episode 19. Um, He kind of gives more information about how childhood trauma is directly related to mental and physical health throughout the lifespan. Episode 71, Addiction and Trauma with Robert Cox. Episode 58, Attachment and Adoption with Amy Sugeno. And episode 54, I talked about what's up with Don Draper from Mad Men. I kind of illustrated how the character Don Draper on Mad Men is indicative of a person who has unresolved childhood trauma and how it interferes with his relationships with others and with himself. Episode 59, Trust, Attachment, Play and Being Seen with Rebecca Wong, one of our callers earlier mentioned that being a favorite. Episode 62, which I mentioned before, Attachment Style and Relationships with Stuart Finsterheim of the Couples Expert Podcast. And episode 81. Trauma isn't always what you think. I talked about some of the experiences we may have that could have been traumatic and may affect us that we don't always realize. And so we don't name them as being trauma. And then the other offshoot of trauma is vicarious trauma. You know, um, when we experience trauma related to something that happened to someone else, often through work. Episode 24 is vicarious trauma and secondary traumatic stress. I talked about my own experience being affected by vicarious trauma and what I've done to address it. And episode 44 was with Laura Vandernut Lipsky, who is the founder of the Trauma Stewardship Institute and author of a book called Trauma Stewardship as well. She has an amazing TED talk and she talks about how she came back from the ledge when she was severely impacted by vicarious trauma. So the next part pretty much goes hand in hand with trauma, but it's a little twist. The category of shadow and parts work. In episode 38, Rini Beck talked about dream work and tarot to access the shadow. Lourdes Viado talked on episode 40 about Jungian work and the shadow. And Carrie Nola did a shadow deck reading from her messages from shadow cards and talked more about the shadow in episode 42. In episode 53, I kept going with that theme in secrecy, shame in the shadow, talking about how our shadow and the parts of ourselves that we've disowned lead us to judge judgment of others and disconnection from others. And it's also judgment and disconnection from ourselves. Episode 74, Sandplay Therapy with with Anna Goodwin, who talks about using sandplay to access the unconscious. And Xanthia Johnson talked with me in episode 73 about creating a safe space in therapy for all of our parts. So the next theme is experiential therapies. And really, these all go hand in hand with trauma work because the most effective way I know to process trauma is using experiential therapies. That means therapies where you experience the emotion in the therapy session instead of just talking about emotions. So in episode 96, I talked with Maya Benatar on music therapy. Episode 68, Lisa Mitchell talked with me about art therapy when she was talking about the creative process. I mentioned this one before. Episode 70, one of the most popular episodes. I talked with Hillary Jacobs Hendel about core emotions. Episode 26, I also mentioned previously using the body to process trauma with Lisa Ference, and she talks about some specific ways that can be done. Episodes 55, 56, and 57 are on equine therapy, and Charlotte Heiler Easley talks about her equine-assisted survivors or trauma therapy, and that's the that series. Episode 78, Eco-Art Therapy with Lainey Smith, and episode 80, Ecotherapy with Amy Sugeno. All of those relate to experiential therapies, and then Again, with much overlap, the last category is spirituality, inner wisdom, and somatic work. Because when you are doing experiential therapies and doing trauma work, you're kind of accessing your inner knowing. And so these following episodes I'm about to mention all cover that topic more in depth. Episode 90 with Margot Borden on psychospiritual therapy. Episode 91, my second interview with Shantae McElvin on soul care. Episode 11 was my first interview with Carrie Nola on intuition in the therapy process. And episode 34 was my interview with Dr. Dan Siegel, who talked about what is the mind. Episode 94, which I've mentioned already with Deirdre Faye, was attachment, meditation, yoga, and compassion. And in episode 72, I talked with Amy Weintraub, the creator of Life Force Yoga on yoga for depression and anxiety. Episode 75 is David Emerson, the trauma center at JRI, talking about trauma-sensitive yoga. And episode 76 was my interview with David Shanahoff Khalsa about kundalini yoga for mental health. And last but not least, In episode 89, I talked again with the wonderful Lisa Ference, who talked about connecting with our inner wisdom using journaling, and she mentioned her newest book, which is called Finding Your Ruby Slippers. So I know this has been a lot today, but I hope that if you missed some of these episodes, you can go back and listen, particularly to the ones covering the themes that you're the most interested in and learn something new maybe about yourself or maybe about the way you could practice if you're a therapist. I wanna thank you again for listening to Therapy Chat. These 100 episodes have been very personally enriching for me and I hope that they have been beneficial for you as well. I'm grateful to all of you. Without your support, we could not do this. And I am so grateful to all of you for listening. Thank you to my wonderful producer, Pete, who puts up with me being so disorganized. Thank you, Pete, for making this come together and sound like something. <laughs> and thank you to all my podcasting buddies who have supported me. You know who you are. I gave you a shout out in the last episode, but particularly Melvin Varghese of selling the couch, Lourdes Viado of women in depth podcast, Nicole Burgess of, Launching your daughter podcast, and so many other podcasting friends and therapist friends. Well, that's it for now. Stay tuned for episode 101 coming up soon, and that will be the replay of the number one most popular episode of Therapy Chat. So we've been counting down, and next episode is your chance to find out which one was the most popular can't wait to share it with you. And as always stay in touch, please review, subscribe, download the app. If you have an iPhone or iPad and keep going to my website to leave me messages and let me know what you like and what you don't like and what you'd like more of and what you'd like less of. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com.